Hey, we're live everywhere. This is awesome. It's 9.32, which means I'm two minutes behind schedule hitting that button to go live. It's okay. Things happen, but we roll with it. I was busy. Everyone wants to go on the radio today. I'm getting requests for stuff and things. And we try and help everybody out. But you know who we are definitely connecting with? News Talk 1010, the Jerry Agar Show. We're about to go live on air with them in just a couple of minutes. Uh, so you're here for the ride. We're going to go right until 11 o'clock. We don't take away time from you. That's right. We do 30 minutes with them, and then we go straight into our 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock regular show. So it's the extra large show, and we like it like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a cool show. Do you know what we do? This is Ask a Traffic Cop, where we answer traffic and police questions. I'm the traffic cop. My name is Sean Shipper. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I answer your traffic and police questions Monday to Friday, assuming I show up for work. Monday to Friday, uh, from 10 to 11, I should say, because that's that's a pretty important little little piece of information. Uh, Bob Reed is step standing in, sitting in. He's on the air in place of Jerry Agar, who just had knee surgery. I think Jerry's going to be on the show later on this morning, uh, I guess giving an update as to how he's doing. But I've been following his recovery online. He tweets about it. And uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. And I'll be tuning in later to, to listen in. Can I do that? I think it's going to be after we're off the air. Uh, the Grinch, good morning. Good morning to you. First one into the room. Good to see you. Yeah, I'm just t- checking our channels are live everywhere. And that is good. If you want to ask, well, first of all, I should, I should let you know uh, that we are currently broadcasting on a number of channels. Uh, we are on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as Twitter, now referred to lovingly as X. If you want to ask us questions, uh, feel free to do so. The way to do it would be to, uh, well, ask them. If you're on the the good old TikTok, we have our producer in the house who is taking your questions and popping them over so I can see them. If you are on uh, Twitter, well, then you should go to trafficop.ca and choose the link for today's show on YouTube where you can easily ask, ask your questions directly. Twitter doesn't support our, our infrastructure. You can't ask us questions in a way that I can see them. So uh, move over, come over to visit us here. Uh, if you're on anywhere else, you can pretty much just activate and go, which reminds me, I should probably press go on Instagram because I didn't before. Okay. Making sure our audio works. It does. It's Bob Reed in for Jerry Agar on this Thursday morning and going to do something we usually do on Wednesdays, but we had to juggle things around a little bit. And that is our weekly visit with the TikTok traffic cop, Sean Shapiro from Toronto Police Services Traffic Division. Uh, We will take your calls for Sean at 416-872-1010-877-518-5151 if you have a traffic-related question. Uh, Don't call in and say, hey, I got a traffic ticket under these circumstances. What should I do? We're not interested in that. But just general questions you might have about rules of the road, the Highway Traffic Act, uh, how you can keep yourself out of trouble, that sort of thing. Sean, it's good to have you with me. Thanks for being here. It's good to be back. It's always a pleasure. I will start with a question of mine on the list of things that bug Bob Reed when he's behind the wheel. And one of them is something that I'm noticing more and more and more, and it seems to be a very Toronto thing, I don't know. But this is when somebody's making a turn at an intersection, whether it's from a a right turn from one street to the other or a left turn, what I see time and time and time again is people take two lanes to do that. So they don't make a right turn from the curb lane on the one street into the cleanly into the curb lane on the other street they 
crank it wide around the edge and end up in the second lane over or, or you know, that kind of thing. Is that against the law? It, it absolutely is against the law. It's an improper turn. It's unsafe. Uh, so it's $110 fine for doing that. If Ouch. you're making a left turn, you got to go from the left lane into the leftmost lane. If you're making a right turn from the right lane to the rightmost lane. Need to crack down on that, Sean. <laughs> I, you know, my biggest problem is not being able to be everywhere all the time. And that's, that's uh, you know, we, we constantly get questions like, why aren't we cracking down on people who don't turn their headlights on at night? Well, yeah. if we see it, we deal with it. And that's the biggest right. problem. We have to see these things in order to respond to them. Understood. Okay. Uh, a texter from Belleville wants to know, I see a lot, of tire, a lot of vehicles with tires well past the coverage of their fenders. It's a safety issue, but it doesn't seem to be enforced. It's one of those things that absolutely they're, they're correct. It's illegal, it's unsafe, um, but in the scheme of things, uh, we focus on speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving, and then all the other stuff comes in as a, as a you know after that. Uh, if we see it, obviously we deal with it, but uh, we don't generally do stings or projects on those things. But it is it is something that's very common, and I think that uh, many drivers uh, who, who like customizing their cars uh, either don't realize or don't care that it's illegal and unsafe. Help me understand what that is. The tires are well past the coverage of the fenders. Paint so a picture for me. If you are, if your vehicle, and if you look at a stock vehicle from the the, the factory, it's going to have yeah. wheels that are inside of their fender well. They're going to have, uh, you know, the there's nothing protruding beyond the vehicle's they don't stick body. Out, stick it, out the side, in other words. Right. And what oh, some okay. people seem to think is a, is fashionable is to put spacers or wider tires than they have, uh, you know, fender flares for, and they stick out. And the problem with that is, is they could uh, come up to an intersection that they could uh, make contact with a pedestrian. And the, the tire is this really sticky substance that made out of rubber, and it can actually uh, pull them into the wheel well and really cause a lot of damage. So it is absolutely unsafe, and we should have more tickets issued there. Uh, but we, we, we have to focus our efforts where we can make the most good um, and catch those when we can. Okay, to the phones now. Tom is calling from Newmarket with a question for the TikTok traffic cop. Yes, please. Um, my question is, when you take my license, I get pulled over for speeding, say, fair enough, give you my license, I can't find my registration. What the heck are those fancy computers in the police vehicles for? Do you swipe my license and you can only see my driver's abstract? When you punch my uh, um, my vehicle plate license, and does it not show who it's registered to? Like, And why would they issue tickets for not being able to produce your registration and or insurance if you have access to all that. So we have uh, the ability to run a license plate, to run a registration, to, uh, we have telephones, we can call an insurance company, uh, but that's that the responsibility is yours as a driver to produce this information. So you have to surrender a license ownership and insurance on, on demand uh, for inspection. Yet we can certainly do investigations and lengthen the amount of time we spend at the roadside, but that doesn't change your responsibility. So if you don't have the document and we have to do other things to confirm information, then you're going to get a ticket for those things. I appreciate that we can get a lot of information uh, you know, at our fingertips uh, or with some work, but it, the law says you've got to have it and you've got to have it. Bill from Burlington has a question for you. Oh, hi there. Um, if I'm driving along, say, the QEW, three lanes, and I'm in the right-hand lane, the slow lane, doing the speed limit, and the second and third lane slow down, and somebody jumps in front of me, uh, am I guilty of passing unsafe on the right? So passing unsafely or passing on the right is really not meant for a multi-lane highway. You can certainly continue at different speeds on 
uh, on a three-lane road all going in the same direction. Where the, where the passing on the right comes into play is if you're on a, a, you know, a two-lane country road and you pass a vehicle on the shoulder uh, off the roadway if you are uh, uh, you know, passing unsafely. Uh, you can be in multiple lanes and, and continue along. You don't have to slow down to avoid going in front of the car. You don't have to make these big sweeping gestures to go around to the left. Uh, that's not what it's intended for. Thanks, Bill. Oh. Uh, let's go to London and Broom. You're on with the TikTok traffic cop. Yes. Good morning. Morning. It's a two-lane country road, and they just installed a center turn lane where there are about ten houses. The center turn lane has a dotted line along it. Are we allowed to go into the center turn lane to pass a slow-moving vehicle and then go back into the straight lane? So it's not a passing lane. Could you? Uh, could there's a couple of problems with that. It's not intended for that purpose, and you can be ticketed for improper use of a center lane. Um, if you're saying it's only a small stretch of road, uh, that that wouldn't, in my opinion, be proper. I, I can't visualize or you know exactly what you're you're showing, but yeah, that's that's not a passing lane. So you're going into a turn lane. I, I'd say you'd be eligible for a ticket for improper use. Uh, oddly enough, you can go into oncoming traffic uh, if if it's safe to do so. Uh, no traffic being there, but oncoming lanes if it's safe. To make a pass, but again, when you do these things, you are you're taking on all responsibility. Uh, especially the, the biggest thing is those turning lanes are turning lanes, so people in the other direction. It just creates a an environment for danger if you're trying to pass in those. It's our weekly visit with Sean Shapiro. He is the TikTok traffic cop, and we're taking your questions at seven ten ten and on the lines at four one six eight seven two ten ten eight seven seven five one eight fifty one fifty one from out of town. Uh, someone texts in Sean. If you get caught through photo radar, do they deduct points off your license? That's a great question. So those are charges laid on, a, on different charges that don't carry demerit points because we're not charging the driver. It's the owner's responsibility for those. Uh, and the only offenses that I'm aware of right now that carry that uh, ability are for passing or for school buses and for uh, uh, red light cameras and, and uh, automated speed cameras. So it, it's, again, owner's responsibility, no demerit points, and they don't affect your insurance because it doesn't affect your license. Okay. Um, okay. What about scooters and electric bikes? If there's no bike lane, is the electric bike expected to be on the street with cars? Uh, electric scooters, if you're talking about e-kick scooters, they're prohibited in the city of Toronto, regardless of where you are. They're not allowed to be on bike paths, sidewalks, roads, anywhere. Uh, they're illegal. Uh, they're only allowed municipalities that allow them, and then it depends on what their rules are for for bicycle lanes. Uh, at the end of the day, a uh, you know if you're talking about e-bikes, let's stay with the stuff that's legal in Toronto. Yep. Uh, they are, uh, it, depending on how they're made, permitted in a in a bicycle lane. Otherwise, they have to be in the road like everybody else. So if you have a pedelec, which is one that has no throttle, you have to pedal to go. Those can be anywhere that bicycles can be, even uh, uh, you know in park paths and things like that. When you start talking about the ones that have throttle. A power well, they can be in bike uh, lanes and uh, and but then cycle tracks they're not allowed to be in. If they look like motorcycles, they can't be anywhere in a bike lane. They have to be on the road. So it depends on what you have, and that gets complicated. None of them can be on sidewalks. None of them, because even bicycles can't be on sidewalks unless the rider is under the age of fourteen, and nobody can be on an e-bike because uh, you have to be sixteen uh, to be on an e-bike for, for one and two. They can't be on sidewalks anywhere. There we go. Time for one more before the break, Sean. Uh, why are buses, trucks, and motorcycles exempt from noise and emissions laws? I'm not sure that's the case, but over to you. 
They're not. Uh, everyone can be charged for, any operator of a motor vehicle can be charged for unnecessary noise. Uh, the, the big thing is it's a fairly subjective charge. We have to be making observations. It's uh, A motorcycle is inherently more, you know, or, or I shouldn't say that because some, some are really quiet, but it's, it's understandable or reasonable for it to be a little noisier than a car. It's an engine with a, with a pipe on it. Uh, they have to have mufflers. They have to do what they're supposed to do. And if they don't do what they're supposed to do and make unnecessary noise, so the driver decides to do something like revving their engine for no reason uh, or even playing their stereo too loud, they can be charged for unnecessary noise. All right. Sean Shapiro, the TikTok traffic cop, is with me. We'll take more of your questions after the break on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. And we're on a break for a few minutes. 9.45, time for News Talk 1010, time saver traffic. Cool. So gonna, road crew oh, on the QEW I'm Toronto. I'm going to put them in mute in the background for a second. Uh, and then we can talk about stuff and things. Uh, okay, one sec. Can you stop feed? Until back. I can't type today from break. I can't type from break. Okay. There, sent. Let's see if they did that. I think they did. to reach a hive around. No, they didn't. Okay. Uh, we'll leave the mute. We'll, we'll wait for an update saying we have 30 seconds and we'll switch it back on. So let's see what's going on in the chat. Uh, we are here till 11 o'clock. Of course, my name is Sean Shapiro and I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Traffic Services Unit. I work in a, in a, in a unit, uh, specifically in an office called uh, traffic safety programs. We do the education thing, and this is education, which is why we're here. Uh, good morning to Chase. I saw Chase yesterday. He came to the event uh, on his on his big trip. Was it Winnipeg that you you were coming back from? I forgot what you said, but uh, we saw Chase in person at the Tim Hortons uh, that was doing the uh, what's it called the community safety day, which was awesome, by the way. Akela Draconis coming in with a greetings and salutations, along with Big Jeff Fresh, who says morning. Uh, we have let's see here. <laughs> so Chase has one of my uh, has a challenge coin, the voiceover cop coin, and he has traveled through six states and two provinces. And so, did you take pictures everywhere? Like you know, some people bring teddy bears and and uh, uh, and take pictures. So the bears traveled all over the place. You do that with the coin. I did that once in Disney. All right, what do we have here? We've got Andrew Marshall, uh, who says or asks, "Hi, I currently have a blue plate. Can I get a custom blue plate? They're not issuing blue plates anymore." Uh, they are no. They, they've gone back to the other ones because the blue ones—they're really not very good. Uh, and I, at, at some point, I imagine they'll come. They'll come calling for those. Just hasn't happened yet. Uh, can you use color tint on the windows? We'll talk about that. So when we get back from the uh, the break, let me just check on here. Ah, it's radio silence again. Uh, when we're back from the break, and if I'm asked, I will be able to provide some great questions. I'm going to quickly scroll through and, and flag some of them that would be great for the radio. But I guess, Carissa, I can give you the heads up. Uh, color tint, uh, anything gray is, is considered a color for the purposes of tint. Uh, so, yeah, you can, but you have to be within the legal limits. But we might talk about that again shortly. Okay. We've got a question about, is there a phone number to call reckless drivers? We should certainly talk about that. Okay. These modified mufflers startle me on the highway. Are they illegal? Kind of talks about that, but we'll talk about it more. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got a good question that's coming in from Ryan Dow, and we'll talk about your stuff shortly. How can I clo how close can I park on street to the edge of their driveway? I don't know the answer to that, but we'll we'll come back to it. Uh, Nicole. 
Uh, e-bike, more e-bike questions. That's awesome. I like e-bike questions. It's one of my favorite topics recently. <laughs> Talking about speeding, I love it. Uh, okay. Interesting question about armor. Radica has a question. City, street, no speed limit. Okay, talk about that. All right. If you are tuning in, you don't know what's happening and why we're we're not answering questions. And we're actually on a commercial break. We're uh, currently joining uh, News Talk 1010 Live, the Jerry Agar Show, and uh, we've got uh, Bob Reed who's sitting in for Jerry because Jerry is recovering from knee surgery. And uh, uh, once the break is over, we'll be back and we'll be answering questions from their audience. And then at 10 o'clock, we'll we'll switch gears and it'll be all about you. We're sharing each other. Uh, you know, you're, you're sharing me with them right now. But sometimes they say, what's going on on TikTok? And we'll go with that too. Uh, oh, good question here about why we're on TikTok. A lot of people want to know why we're on TikTok. Because you're on TikTok. Okay. How do I respond? Okay, this is good. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Till Service Ontario. What is this? <laughs> okay. Uh, automotive addiction. Is there a limit on how low? Okay, we can talk about that. Oh, someone on Twitch wants to wants to wants to. Design. If you want to design a logo, we will certainly utilize your logo. Um, it's Bob Reed in for Jerry Agar, who will join me after 11.30 this morning, so stay with us for that. But we're continuing our weekly visit with the TikTok traffic cop, Sean Shapiro from Toronto Police Traffic Services is with me. And Sean, uh, a quick question from me. Uh, blocking cross streets, not major intersections, we all know that's a, that's a verboten, but uh, I'm talking about like a T intersection. If you're backed up at a red light, and we even see the signs, do not block intersection. There's a penalty for that, right? Certainly, and and the the, the blanket penalty for most things is a, is $110 once you factor in victim fine surcharge. And uh, yeah, if you fail to clear an intersection or if you interfere with traffic, you're contributing to gridlock. And uh, there are bylaws that are that are being brought in, or if they haven't already been brought in, uh, that will have quite hefty fines. But the Highway Traffic Act can also be used to deal with it. Uh, ultimately, you know, it's the driver who's just so important. They've got to get in there, yeah. uh, or they simply misjudge it. But you have to wait until there's room on the other side of the intersection before you even enter it. You have to have a way of escaping because you have a responsibility to clear that intersection uh, once the light is red. Does the same hold true for in front of fire stations where now they're actually painting the, the box on the road that you're not supposed to enter? Those, I believe, have much higher fines, although I haven't looked it up recently. Uh, and and those are have signs specifically, so you're disobeying a sign on top of everything else. And, okay. and you have to think about that. I mean, these are people, uh, the, the fire folks, who need to get out to save lives and seconds matter. And uh, if you've pulled into that, that area, uh, you could be responsible for, you know, severe injury, death, or, or, uh, or a combination thereof. Uh, so don't do it. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the phones. Dan in Scarborough has a question for the TikTok traffic cop. Yeah, hi. Uh, hypothetical for you. I moved here from Manitoba over a year ago. I'm renting a residence here. Uh, I've chosen not to uh, transfer the ownership plates or driver's license over to Ontario, number one. Hypothetically. My vehicle cert. Yes. He's asking for a <laughs> I have friend. I get my vehicle certified. It's going to cost me money because it's a pile of crap. 
and uh, I'm getting I'm paying cheaper insurance in Manitoba than I am in Ontario. Uh, if I get pulled over a year after I've moved here, are, would you be able to determine that I've done that? And number two, if you can, what are the fines? Uh, so let's talk about the fact that your license uh, wouldn't be accepted here. You see, if you fail to apply for a registration, you only have 30 days uh, to apply for one once you become a resident of Ontario. Uh, so if it came to light, uh, you could be looking at uh, insurance fraud, potentially, if you're paying low and lower insurance for being out of the province and you're doing that intentionally to save money. Uh, your 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 license, uh, you have, so what your your plates are 30 days and your license, I think, is 60 days. Either way, the, you, you, a person who hypothetically did that would be long beyond that. And if there was anything to suggest or prove that you were here longer, uh, then, yeah, charges would be laid. Uh, to be specific as to how much you're looking at, uh, I, I don't have those numbers offhand, but they're going to be at least uh, $110 for each of those, if not more serious than that, uh, depending on where the officer takes it. Thanks, Dan. Uh, to Toronto and Paul. Hello. What's your question for the TikTok traffic cop? Um, so I've, I drive a lot, and I have a problem with people on bicycles feeling that they're either a pedestrian because it's advantageous or a vehicle because it's advantageous. I just want to know, like, are they to follow the rules of the road like a vehicle? Well, the simple answer is yes. Uh, there's some things that don't apply to them. For instance, speeding isn't a charge that can be laid against a cyclist. Uh, using a handheld communication device uh, can't be laid. I, I wish it could be because there's a lot of danger to using a cell phone while riding a bicycle, but that's another story. Uh, at the end of the day, they, they can be charged under the Highway Traffic Act and regularly are uh, to the chagrin of many riders. To St. Catharines and Jasper with a question for the TikTok traffic cop. Yes, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Sean, listen, this is a follow-up question to um, the, um, the red light camera, uh, right? Not getting charged to your license, but just to the, the sorry, not to your um, driver's license, but to the license plate. Mm -hmm. um, what about if it's a commercial vehicle? Does it get tied to the CVOR and are there demerit points that get tagged on? I know there's a lot of truck drivers that listen to Gary's show. And I'm sure there's many who are listening right now wondering whether or not um, it's different for a commercial vehicle. I don't think that it is, although I can't say for certain. At the end of the day, um, you know, CVOR stuff is usually uh, enforced by officers who, who submit additional paperwork. Uh, and I don't believe that uh, that's applicable there. But I, I could be wrong on that. We'll go downtown I, I, I wish Toronto. I gave you a better answer. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Uh, to Sandy in downtown Toronto. Hi, um, if I'm on a street of one lane, cars parked on the right-hand side, there's parked a residential street, like in Toronto, and there's a garbage truck in front of me, and he's stopping every house to pick up garbage. Can I bypass him and go up onto the sidewalk? Well, can you drive on the sidewalk? No, uh, it, it, that's not safe. I mean, you're, it, it, it is one of those frustrating things. Around. Yeah, driving on the sidewalk is something that, uh, you, you know, uh, you could be charged for, uh, whether the, it's occupied by pedestrians or not. It's just not a safe practice, and there are bylaws and, and, and laws that deal with that. Um, you know, it's one thing to say you're going to put your tires up on the curb because you're squeezing through, uh, which might be reasonable. Uh, but at the same time, you know, being being patient and, and trying to get through, understandably, you've got somewhere to go. Uh, but rarely do we have streets that are so narrow that you can't get through once you get past the 
parked car per se, uh, you know, that, that would give you the opportunity. So waiting a few would be the way to go. Thanks, Andy. Sean Shapiro is the TikTok traffic cop from Toronto Police. He is uh, taking your questions. We'll go to Lindsay now and William with a question for Sean. Hi, how you doing? Good. Um, so I was at an intersection light and I was waiting for the light to cycle to me. And instead of cycling to me, what it did is it changed to yellow for the other way. And then it went to red and then went back to them and didn't go to me at all. I waited. It did this twice. And then I finally said, screw it. I made my left turn once I knew it was clear to do so, figuring the light was buggered up. What's the legal? Like, is, did I legally do it or did I do something wrong? Well, it, it, I've heard of some states uh, that allow it. You know, in the United States, they have a law that if it's not working properly, you can ignore it or treat it as a stop. We don't have that exemption. Uh, the best thing to do would have been to make a right turn legally uh, at the intersection when it was safe and then either make a U-turn or use a driveway or some combination to turn around and go legally through. So you, you can't just ignore a traffic signal. Um, that being said, obviously, there was no one around and uh, no one decided to call you on that. Thanks, William. Stephen is in Mississauga with a question. Yeah, so on the weekend, I was having lunch with two OPP officers that look after Highway 11 north of Barrie. And one of the questions that came up was speeding. And I asked them point blank, how many times have you pulled over a car for going too slow? Responded, never. And yet, I've driven in Europe, and if you drive too slow, you're getting a ticket. Or again, on the other end, if you're driving too fast, you get a ticket. And these guys were probably in their 30s. Um, invariably, every single day that I'm on the 401 or the 400, the flow of traffic could be 105, 110, sometimes it's 120. And invariably, I come across, you know, somebody doing 80. Excellent and question, Stephen. We're, we're, we're running out of time yeah. here. So, Sean, very quickly, what's the response to driving so ultimately, too slow? There is a charge called unnecessary slow driving where if you are impeding traffic, you could be charged. Generally speaking, you're only going to see a charge like that issued if you're there in the left lane uh, and, and causing people to move to the right. Obviously, nobody's allowed to go over the speed limit, not at all, not one kilometer legally. And uh, flow of traffic is, is a concept about safety, but it is not to give permission to exceed the speed limit. Anyway, uh, it has to be unreasonable slow driving. So 80 kilometers an hour and 100, if if it's icy, snowy, rainy, uh, these are all justified if there's gravel on the road. Uh, but if you're going slower than the speed limit, uh, stay to the right. In fact, in today's day and age, stay to the right if you're doing the speed limit because there's so many lawbreakers in the left lane speeding. <laughs> Very true. Sean Shapiro is the TikTok traffic cop. He'll be back next week. Thanks, Sean. Anytime. Take care. Bob Reed for Jerry Agar on the iHeart Radio, Talk Radio Network. Okay. Another episode done. <laughs> it's always nice to, uh, to connect uh, with News Talk 1010 and the Jerry Agar Show. Uh, it, it, it's one of those things I always look forward to. Uh, I wish we were doing it every week. We actually do it every other week, but I wasn't going to correct them live. I, I should, probably shouldn't have said anything here either. Uh, maybe we will start doing uh, every week, and I just don't know about it yet. There you go. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, anyway, uh, I didn't get to press this button, so I'm going to press it now. Yes, the intro. My name is Sean Shapiro. This is Ask a Traffic Cop, where we answer your traffic and police questions for a full hour. We do it every day. Uh, we do this extra-large episode whenever we connect with the radio, but but this is a show for you, and uh, these questions that you give us are what make the show possible. Wherever you're watching, please like, subscribe, share. 
We appreciate it. it. Helps us get the word out. And what are we doing this for? We want to make sure you know and understand the laws so you can make educated, informed decisions and ultimately avoid getting in trouble. Nobody wants you to get a ticket. And people seem to think we're the tax collectors, that we want to catch people doing stuff they're not supposed to do so that we can, uh, uh, so that we can make money for the city or for the province. I assure you that is not the case. We, uh, we are not trying to do this as a financial benefit to anyone. We're trying, the whole concept of fines, well, they're there to remind you that it didn't feel good. You shouldn't do it again. We're trying to change behavior. And uh, not everybody gets it. And I, I think really what it is, is not everybody uh, cares what the rules are and uh, they don't like being held accountable. I get it. Speeding tickets, tickets of any kind, they aren't fun. No, they're not. And, and that's kind of the point. If it was fun, you'd do it again just to get another one. Uh, the goal is to take away your license, oddly enough. If you can't follow the rules, if you don't respect the rules, well, you shouldn't be driving. Driving's a privilege. And uh, that's, that's a line that I like because it's so accurate. And yet so many people think that driving is their, their right. And they're wrong. So what do tickets do? Aside from the financial impact, they rack up points. Well, most of them do. The moving violations do. And what do those points do? Well, I recently put a TikTok video up uh, that explains points. And really what you should do is go watch that TikTok video. It's actually, I'm pretty sure I put it up on all platforms. But if not, I'll post it again uh, wherever, uh, where, wherever you watch things. I'll make sure it's up. And it explains all of the different uh, impacts or, or, or consequences. Because points, what do they mean? Most people think it impacts your insurance. It's not really an insurance thing. What it is is the ministry's ability to track your behavior. And when you accumulate too many of them, well, you're going to see a suspension after you get some letters and, and warnings. But ultimately, it's a suspension, and uh, nobody wants that. Also, good luck getting insurance after that. Uh, not because you got points, but because you had the suspension. Anyway, long story. Uh, today is the 17th of August, and we have the Vision Zero enforcement team doing what they do. If you don't know what Vision Zero is, it's a concept that says we should be trying to aim for zero serious injuries and deaths on our road. Sadly, that's not where we're at. We have quite a few serious injuries and deaths on our road annually. In fact, uh, when you compare violent crime and, uh, or at least the ones that result in death and uh, you know death on our roads, they're usually neck and neck. They're usually very, very similar statistics uh, where we end up in the, at the end of the year, regardless of how we're, we're doing mid-year. So what do we have? We have a team of officers that go out uh, throughout, the, uh, uh, throughout the week and they go and augment the work being done in different divisions throughout the city. They are there to increase the presence and all they do is enforcement. They don't go to uh, calls for any other uh, type of, of service. They are there to issue tickets and they do it very, very well. Uh, what do they focus on? They're focused on the big four. They're focused on speeders, aggressive drivers, distracted drivers, and impaired drivers. Uh, that's not to say they, don't, they ignore other things. They'll, they'll get you for all the things you do wrong. Uh, but they're certainly looking for the big stuff. Uh, where are they today? They're in 22 Division along with 51 Division. Those are neighborhoods like Etobicoke, West Mall, Queensway, uh, St. Jamestown, Cabbage Town, Riverdale, Church and Young neighborhoods. Places where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. So what am I trying to tell you? If you don't want to meet one of these officers, don't break the law. And to the people who say we're just tax collectors, there's an easy way to avoid being taxed, if that's the case. And that is simple. Don't break the law, we won't pull you over. Well, that's not exactly accurate because we can pull over any vehicle to check if there is a licensed driver behind the wheel, uh, to see if they're uh, insured, to see if they're impaired, to check the status and safety of a vehicle. But you don't get tickets. You don't get charged 
unless you're breaking the rules. And that's really important uh, to, to, to identify because we're not charging people who don't break the law. Although a lot of people seem to think they're innocent. Uh, and, and you have a right to defend yourself if you think you've been wrongly accused. And that's what a ticket is. It's an allegation. Uh, you, can certainly, you can certainly contest those. You have options. You can pay it, which is the same as pleading guilty. You can choose to have a first appearance with a prosecutor. Or you can choose to request a court trial. And uh, that's what a lot of people do. And a lot of people do it to roll the dice, hoping the officer won't show up. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, very, very unhappy with the results of that because we've been able to uh, attend court virtually, which is a really cool uh, ability to be able to zoom in, and that takes a lot of that away. Uh, but we uh, we have this wonderful opportunity to go to court and, and testify, and I, I've always enjoyed testifying. I like court. So when people say I'm going to go to court, um, I, I, I that, didn't, that didn't bother me because I like testifying. Uh, it, it allows me to to, to talk and I, I seem to talk a lot so it was never a scary thing okay earlier we talked about this but now that we're uh, just us I'll, I'll go back Chris had a question saying or asking can you use colored tint on your windows and the answer is yes as long as you aren't restricting more than the 30 percent light or making it impossible for us to see you or for you to see outside this whole concept of tint really really I find very interesting why do people tint their windows well I assume it's because they want to pick their nose in private they, they don't want people looking at them, and and the problem with this is, we need to be able to be able we need to be able to be able we need to be able to see it inside and see who's driving the car and have a description of that person and see if they're wearing their seatbelt if they're using their phone uh, if they're if they're doing anything uh, illegal, who what could what could be illegal smoking a cigarette inside of a car if there's children on board is illegal you can't do that with anyone under the age of 16. There are reasons we need to be able to see inside the vehicle, but also from the safety perspective, you need to be able to see out safely and people need to be able to see in and have that nonverbal communication with the person behind the wheel. Uh, pedestrians are, are, we're always telling pedestrians to make eye contact. Why? Because that nonverbal communication is incredibly important for safety. So can you get a ticket if it's too dark for us to see you? Yes. Obscuring the interior of a motor vehicle, regardless of the color, uh, is illegal. Uh, having reflective tint is illegal. You can't do reflective because that prevents us from seeing inside. Uh, can you be ticketed for having too dark a tint to look out of? Yeah, you can, that's, that's unsafe too. Uh, so blocking or obscuring a driver's view is illegal. There's also charges that can be uh, laid based on things like, oh, I don't know, uh, tinted windshields, totally illegal. Can't have any tint on your windshield. Uh, when it comes to the darkness of the tint, the amount of light that you're restricting, at a certain point, in fact, more than 30% light being blocked, well, that's an unsafe motor vehicle, and you can actually have your license plate seized, and then you're not driving anywhere. Uh, let's see here. Is there a telephone number to report reckless drivers? Reckless isn't a word that we really use here in Ontario or even Canada, I don't think. Uh, but that is, that is a, I would say, um, not the same as careless, which is a lower charge. I would say reckless driver is, is putting the public in immediate danger, you know, life-threatening driving. And that would be criminal dangerous driving, and that would be a 911 call. If it's something that, uh, you know, they're, they're, that's not someone who's going five kilometers over the speed limit. That's someone who's who's really, you know, causing you to have a concern that you want to call the police. Well, 911 would be the appropriate one because it's an immediate risk of danger. It's not just something that, you know, get to them later. You know, I'm unhappy with the way he stops at stop signs type thing. Anyway, 911 is the appropriate call if you think that people are in immediate danger. Okay, question about mufflers from Marley. Those modified mufflers startle me on the highway. Are they illegal? Depends. 
you know, you could be startled by a legal muffler uh, or a very illegal one. Legal or illegal, it'll depend. At the end of the day, uh, if, if everybody on the street is hearing someone uh, and their ride and they're flexing by, uh, you know, revving and they're, I don't know, driving at 9,000 RPM just to make noise, well, that's unnecessary noise. But that could be coming from honking their horn for no reason or playing their stereo loudly. And absolutely, a muffler that doesn't, that doesn't, a muffler that doesn't muffle is illegal. That's the muffle. That's not do its job. Okay, a question from Ryan Dow, who I've come to really appreciate the questions of because they're always very verbose, and I like that. According to the Toronto Police Careers website, for a candidate to be considered, they must have no more than six demerit points. In my experience, most jobs that have a driving component require a clean driver's abstract. The optics here are very poor. Don't you agree that it should be a higher standard to become an officer, let's say at least to be a law-abiding citizen? I'll add the word citizen there. Uh, Yes, we definitely will look at a driving history, but one ticket, you know, you get into a collision and you rear end somebody, that could result in a careless driving charge, which has six demerit points. And is it excusable? Well, it depends. We really have to look at that. It's not just, and I, and I, I can't speak for the employment unit, but I, I can presume uh, or I believe that if we're going to look at the totality, the, the a holistic approach of the background check, we're going to look at your whole driving history from the day you were licensed because we can see that. And we're going to look at, is there a pattern of behavior? Is this the first ticket you've ever received? Was it based on one collision two years ago and it was an icy road and, and uh, you know five other cars in the same area? It depends. And uh, you know making an error shouldn't change your ability to, uh, to have a job or to pursue a career in anything. If it's something that is that is somewhat innocent that ended up in a poor, most people will fight a ticket. Maybe this person decided to take responsibility for a charge and plead guilty. Maybe they weren't guilty. It really depends. But I do agree with you that a that a poor driving record, especially a continued history of driving uh, infractions, is a problem. If you don't respect the laws, how are you in, in going to uh, uh, to enforce them? So, yes. And again, thank you for your question. Uh, Vars nineteen. This was a question of parking, which I don't think I have an answer for, but let's see. How close can I park on street to the edge of their driveway? I don't know who their driveway is. Um, I can tell you that it's three feet from a, is it three feet? Nine feet. One meter? Uh, these parking things. Uh, I'm, I, I, I always, uh, can I find it here? How close? It's how, I think it's three feet, one meter. Nine feet? One meter would be three? Three meters? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the parking person. I want to get the parking person back so we can have the parking questions answered. I always confuse myself with the parking distances. I did, however, get a ticket for this uh, where I parked too close to an intersection, and that's what I'm trying to remember. But So intersection is the one that I'm trying to remember. Driveway, I don't know. Okay, moving on. So even if I don't know the answer, I want to acknowledge you for asking it. Uh, Nicole has a question. What are the laws about e-bikes? And do they need to wear a helmet? So first off, yes, anyone riding an e-bike needs to wear a helmet. In terms of the laws, well, they have to follow the laws that if they qualify as a bicycle, which means uh, that they're deemed to be a bicycle, because really they're, they're motor vehicles. And through the magic of legislation, they're treated as bicycles as long as they conform to the rules. What are the rules? 32 kilometer an hour maximum speed capable on a flat speed on a flat surface. That doesn't mean that you have a switch that says it won't go over 32 kilometers an hour. That's like putting it in cruise control. It's not a switch or, or a limiter that makes it legal. It has to not be capable of going faster. 
motors that are not more than 500 watts. That's not a motor that's restricted to 500 watts. It is a motor that is not capable of going, uh, that is not designed to be more than 500 watts. It has to have functional pedals. Uh, and there's a number of safety issues as well. But that's the deal with e-bikes. Uh, not be more than 120 kilos in weight as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know what else I can tell you that to, if you're not, if that's not answering your question, let me know because we can talk more about that. What is this? Okay, question. If I'm 140 on the highway on the left lane, that's not dangerous, but it's illegal. Why? Because the posted speed limit is 100. And speeding's illegal. And it is dangerous. Because anything over the posted speed limit uh, is, is deemed to be dangerous because you have less time. The faster you go, the less time you have to react. If something changes up ahead at 140, you're going to meet that thing faster. So you have less time to respond to it. It's dangerous for a number of reasons. Uh, but at the end of the day, whether you think it's dangerous or not, the law says you can't do it. 140 uh, on a 100 zone isn't stunt driving, but it's a good ticket. And I would charge you for it all day long. Now, George Bush. Well, it's the former president apparently is, is, in, is in our chat on TikTok. Can you armor your car? Uh, are there laws against it? I don't know. Uh, I, I, there may be different places that have rules on this. I'm not aware of any law here about it. You think about armored vehicles. Do you have to have a special permit to have an armored vehicle? I don't think so. But I don't know so. So I can't tell you yes or no. I just don't think there is. Uh, certainly, I've never run into a problem with it. Radica has the question. And the question is, city street, no speed limit posted, school zone, what is the limit, 40 or 50? Um, well, school zones are going to have signs, I'm, I'm going to assume. Uh, you know, we're talking, in city streets, we have uh, generally, a uh, in the city of Toronto, I believe unposted signs are, or unposted roads are all 40. And I believe that those signs come in as you enter the city, it states that. Uh, generally speaking, though, outside of the city of Toronto, I believe that uh, most unsigned areas are 50 uh, for, for regular residential and unsigned highways are, uh, or, or what would be the designation, 80 for, so there's always 50 and 80, but in the city of Toronto specifically, I believe we have signs that say 40. I wanna see if I can find that. Uh, welcome to Toronto sign. I might have to go to, uh, well, it's not there. I'm, I'm sure I've seen this. Am I making this up? Is this the Mandela effect again? Is it called Man Mandela? Am I making up a whole different term? <laughs> Somebody help me in chat. Okay, let me see here. Um, bum, 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 bum. Where am I looking for? Oh, Google Maps. I'm going to check it out. It's maps.google. And one of the signs that I'm, that I'm thinking of is located at Bayview and Steele. So let's have a look at that. Bayview and Steeles Avenue. And I'll go to my street map location satellite. There we go. Um, if I scroll around there, that's the sign I'm looking for. Am I making this up? What well, says 50 here? This street's. I gotta find it out. We'll have to talk about this later. I'm sure there's a sign that says in the city of Toronto, these, these areas cover. No, there's a, what's this, a no dumping. Oh, that's not, okay, moving on. I'll have to come back to this later because I, I have a, in my mind this memory, very distinctive signs that say 
uh, unmarked roads. But eh, maybe maybe this is an old one. Maybe but hey, moving on. <laughs> How come Carrie Schmidt can't do TikTok, but you still can? Uh, you're watching TikTok through a feed that is. Uh, an RTMP stream, essentially the stream that's going out to TikTok is the same stream that's going to YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Kicked, all of them. Uh, we're not directly on TikTok, even though we're appearing there. So we're not using the app. The app is what was uh, called out as a potential security threat. Uh, the company itself um, has no way of getting information from the stream other than the stream. There's there's no concern but as a uh, for us, but at the same time, uh, we want to be where you are. We want to make sure we get you the information and the ability to chat with us. So we use software that allows us to do it, and we applied for the opportunity to do it. And I mean, I applied to, to our service to do it, and they approved it. Um, every service has their own rules, and uh, they have different uh, different levels of government to respond to. So if they've said they're not doing it, they're not doing it. I think that's what, what's happened. We, we've been granted permission from our superiors, uh, but not everybody has the same. Uh, how do I report someone dealing with drugs? That's a very broad statement. Do you mean a drug dealer? Uh, that, that's that you can call the the uh, you can call a local division. You can go into a division. You can call anonymously through Crime Stoppers. Two 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 tips four one six two 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 tips would be a way you could do that. Uh, you can give you know and being anonymous uh, you know provides anonymity. Fancy that. Uh, is there a limit to how much you can lower a vehicle? I, I've heard so many different things from two to three inches that uh, lower, but th- th- we don't look. We don't look at that because we don't know what your original ride height was. We're not getting into your manufacturer specs. Uh, what we do know are, are two things. One, if there's any any uh, contact between body frame, or sorry, tire and body, tire and frame, uh, that's going to deem your vehicle unsafe. Uh, it would say it's too low. Uh, or it's it's been done improperly. Uh, if your uh, if your headlights are too close to the ground, there's actually a uh, a minimum uh, distance from the ground. There's also a maximum uh, that you can be, and that's in the uh, the light truck and passenger vehicle guide, and it's all outlined there. If your vehicle can't pass certification, uh, you've modified it so much that it's now unsafe. You're going to lose your license plates. In other words, they're going to be seized. Uh, da, 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 da. So uh, on Twitch, it was MZM Creations who was, who was saying, I was thinking if I can make your channel logo, even your own face character lo- uh, caricature logo, Twitch pack, like panels, overlays, animations. If you want to do that, by all means, uh, I think that'd be great uh, if you want to make that kind of stuff. You know, fan art is cool. Uh, we've had some uh, on our Twitter pages, uh, actually on all our social media, we use some photography that's very skilled, well, one in particular, uh, Sean Chen, uh, a, 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 a talented photographer uh, who took a great picture of a Toronto police vehicle, and we use that all the time and credit them for that use. Uh, we're, we're not in the, uh, in the position where we can pay for wonderful things because I have no budget. <laughs> I have no budget. This is all just uh, stuff we do when we're not doing other things. Um, and I've carved out my not doing other things from 10 to 11 Monday to Friday. See, worked out well. All right, moving on, finding some new posts to respond to. Uh, what do we got here? Till ser- hotel service Ontario. Okay, what's being done with TikTokers? Oh, here, here we go. Okay. So, what is being done with TikTokers filming lives and videos while driving? How to report? When we have uh, evidence of this and it's... So, okay, first off, what's illegal? Is it illegal to film a live? 
while driving? Well, if you're not holding the vehicle and you're not looking at a screen and the camera's just pointing and you're speaking uh, and, and you're not necessarily violating any law. Um, if you use the back camera and the screen is not visible to you, you're not doing anything. If you're interacting and touching your phone, that is legal, illegal, I should say. If you're videotaping yourself breaking the law or a passenger uh, and we get evidence of you breaking the law, well, we can lay charges if we can identify you and time, date, location, and so on, which oddly enough is really easy with video. We've had a lot of uh, people recently um, charged, whether it be criminal or under the Highway Traffic Act, in relation to videos they posted, ratting themselves out essentially. You know, people, getting, you probably saw it in the media, somebody uh, was was speeding in their, I think it was a Corvette, racing on the, on the street. I believe that person was arrested. Um, what is this? If my phone is in my holder on my dashboard, is it still classes being on the phone? Okay, whether it's attached to a to a uh, a holder on your dashboard or or suction cup mount or whatnot, um, or it's in your hand and you're typing on it, it's the same thing. The only thing you can do is if you've mounted your phone, you can have a single button press to answer or swipe to answer or or to hang up. That's it. Can't, can't play with it, can't type emails. Uh, that's it. Oh, Chase concurs. He saw a Welcome to Toronto sign with a 30-kilometer in Arizona. A 30-kilometer? Was it? it mm, I wonder if that's a different sign. But still, I'm glad that, you concur- that, that you've confirmed that I'm not making things up because <laughs> it would be very frustrating. Mandela effect. Uh, after Nelson Mandela and people's reoccurring belief that he died in prison years ago before he... Is that where the, the, or the origination of that statement is from? Oh, I'm glad that that uh, you've clarified that, Akela. I, I, I even questioned if it was Mandela or if I made up another name for it because some things just sound right. You say them and they're not. Okay. Yes. What about Tesla folks who've got laptops in their cars? How many of them do you pull over? Laptops or are you just making reference to their 15-inch touch screens? Um, if someone is actually using a laptop, even in a Tesla, um, I would pull them over instantaneously. Uh, here's the deal. When I was on the road, and it's been a while since I was on patrol, but if I saw a Tesla, I went I, I went to investigate it in particular. Why? Because I know Tesla drivers. Sorry, I believe and have had really good track records catching Tesla drivers on the phone because they would go into autopilot and then play with their phones. So I knew that there was a, or I, I, I had a pretty good hunch did I know? I, I presumed, I don't know, I, I looked there and I found people breaking the law all the time. So Tesla drivers were always on my radar. And oddly enough, they were breaking the law and they got a lot of tickets. Uh, once upon a time, I actually pulled over uh, the guy who lived across the street from me for doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. That didn't go over very well. Uh, I bought a decommissioned, what is this? If I bought a decommissioned taxi or cop car with dark tint in the front doors, would I be exempt? And how are they allowed to have it? I don't know where you are because no vehicle is allowed to have dark tint. And no, if you buy it and it has dark tint, you need to remove the dark tint. Just because it was there when you bought it doesn't make it legal. Oh, here's a great question. I love this question. Can police speed without having their lights and siren on? Yes, yes, they can. Uh, police can exceed the posted speed limit uh, for any lawful reason. So if we're trying to get uh, to a call, it is often safer for us to turn off our lights and siren. I know it's counter counterintuitive. But that's the story. It's uh, when we turn our lights on, people do the darndest things, like stop right in front of us. It's dangerous. So 
Uh, we leave our lights on unless we're going through uh, an area where we need to tell people to get out of our way and hope that they actually do. Uh, or if we're going through a signalized intersection that is displaying a red signal to us, we are obligated under the HTA to come to a complete stop, ensure that it is safe prior to going through, and then we go through. And we are absolutely responsible for anything that happens when we're doing that uh, because we are doing something out of the norm. We are, we are That lights and siren thing is, is, a, is, a, is a strange experience. It's very weird to be in a car. Uh, going lights and sirens. I don't think I'll ever get truly used to it because anything can happen because so many people are not paying attention. If my brother owns a car, let's go into this one. If my brother, G2, owns a car and has insurance as a G2, could I drive it if I don't have insurance? You don't have insurance. Cars have insurance. You may be the policyholder of a car insurance policy for a specific motor vehicle. However, uh, you, you're not an insured driver. You can't just go into any car if you have insurance. The car must be insured. Now, if you live with your brother and you're a licensed driver, can you borrow their car? Insurance companies are going to want you to be on the policy for that because you live together. If you don't live together, can someone lend another licensed driver their car? Yes, they can. Uh, and, and from the perspective of the police, it, you're a licensed driver. We're not going to give you a hard time because you were driving a car. We don't ask you where you live when you're driving a car. If you have the, 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 uh, a license and you have a, an insurance policy, uh, generally that's it, right? When you, uh, uh, when you get into a collision situation where the insurance company is now investigating and they say, well, one second here, who is driving? Wait, they live together and they're, they're, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're not on the policy. They're supposed to be occasional drivers. They're supposed to be listed on the vehicle. That could cause a problem. They could deny a claim. That's, uh, that's up to you and your insurance provider. Good morning to zombie. How you doing? Zombie's your regular uh, if you were an, a, a source of good dad jokes, which, by the way, we have a couple of dad jokes in, in the shoot. I haven't read them yet. We'll experience them together. Stelios. Stelios wants to know if, I, uh, if I'm 15 years old, can I practice driving with my dad who had his full G for over 20 years? Not in Ontario, you can't. In Ontario, you must be 16 years old and you must get a G1 license. Uh, that's the, you can't practice driving. Um, on the road. Now, could you be in a parking lot? Technically, we can't charge you for driving without a license for being under the age of 16 uh, in a parking lot, but I will tell you that if you get into a collision, uh, you're not insured, and that's a bad day at the office. Yeah, good luck getting your car fixed. Okay, here's an interesting what if. What if my house is catching fire and my dog is inside and I don't stop for police after speeding? Um, if, how do you know if it's catching fire? You mean it's on fire? Catching fire just isn't the right word, but that's, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, if you don't stop for police when being pulled over, uh, you're going to get stopped and you're going to get arrested at some point. Uh, you can't, you're creating a, 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 a pursuit. Now, what are you going to do when you get to your house that's catching or on fire? Probably not very much. That's what fire departments are for. So if you get word and you've got it, you're trying to get like it's a preposterous scenario, uh, but this is a uh, a thing where you want to have a a, a fire uh, alarm and you want to have it wired into a, a monitoring system, which is probably the only way that you'd find out about it anyway. So that's why I say it's preposterous. Uh, unfortunately, it'll probably end in tragedy. Uh, what do we got here? What is the difference between reckless operation? No, reckless driving and careless operation. Well, in, in Ontario, we don't have a charge for reckless driving. We have a charge. We have criminal dangerous, we have stunt, and we have careless. Uh, reckless, I, I'm going to assume, is going to be the parallel to dangerous driving, which is a criminal 
uh, Code of Canada charge when you're putting lives at risk. You're, 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 what's what's the, the actual wording? Let's, let's have a look at it. It's not that hard to get to that, by the way. Oh, I got a confirmation. Camera tickets don't affect CVOR. We were talking about it earlier. My assumption was right. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Uh, okay. Ooh, that's a good video. A good picture. Uh, someone from VZ sent me uh, a photo of a vehicle that was stopped for doing stuff. Actually, do I have a story with that? No exhaust. Nice. My man. Very good. like it. Okay. Um, what am I looking up? Okay. Going back up here. Criminal code. I have this wonderful searchable criminal code here. And it is going to be dangerous drive. Hey, I even spelled dangerous correctly. Look at that. Come on. Dangerous operation. There we go. Okay. Dangerous operation. Everyone commits an offense who operates a conveyance in a manner that having regard to all of the circumstances is dangerous to the public. And that is that is pretty wide, right? But it, it, it is not difficult to get there. Um, so if you're weaving in and out of traffic and you're speeding, in fact, speeding alone could be dangerous driving. Excuse me. Okay. We talked about this. T wants to know, Sean, I want to meet you. Can we make that happen? I meet people all the time. In fact, uh, I met a whole bunch of people yesterday. They came by an event that I was at. Uh, I will be, for anyone who's traveling uh, or traveling, for anyone who's coming out to the uh, the, the Ford uh, Drive, uh, is it uh, Drive Safe for Life? Am I, am I making this up? Am I, am I messing it up? Um, boom, boom, boom. It is... Driving skills for life. You see, I did. I said drive safe. Uh, yeah, driving skill, driving skills for life program, which is running this weekend at uh, a, a location in Toronto that you will know about if you uh, if you registered for it. Uh, it's going to be at the Toronto Congress Center. I am. Uh, I'm going to be there all weekend. So uh, for those that are coming out there, you'll meet me there. Uh, let's see here. Can you get in trouble? Okay. Oddly enough, I think I got this question yesterday during the live. Uh, can you get in trouble for drinking non-alcoholic beer? I mean, most are 0.5, right? Um, if it's non-alcoholic, if it's deemed non-alcoholic, it's non-alcoholic. Uh, the, the 0.05% that there's content alcohol available, uh, I wonder if that would trigger. I have to have a, a deeper conversation, but I would say that if it's near beer and it's not an alcoholic beverage, uh, it's not going to trigger. I mean, technically, there's alcohol in, in uh, sugar alcohol in chewing gum, but it's not, it's not considered an alcoholic beverage. Okay, what's the difference? Oh, we talked about this. If you're watching and you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service here in, in, in the wonderful city of Toronto, in the province of Ontario, in the country of Canada. We're broadcasting on a bunch of different platforms right now. Uh, we are on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and, of course, the platform formerly known as Twitter, now called X. Have you noticed that uh, that Elon is sending out all sorts of different versions of the uh, icon? Uh, he's not. I, I guess it. I guess this is not the X Forever uh, logo. I don't know how I feel about it. Some of them look like Twitter Twitter logos. I kind of like the break from it. I like. I like being able to say the, the platform formerly known as Twitter. Uh, it's very Prince esque. 
Not princess, but prince-esque. Hey, have you ever thought about becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service? I, uh, I, I remember a long time ago when I was trying to make a decision as to what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And I wish that there was a website with the kind of information that is currently available on our website, www.tps.ca forward slash careers, uh, is where you go to get all the information that you ever wanted to know and more about becoming a member. A police officer is, of course, the one that draws the most attention. And if uh, you click on it, you will be given not only an opportunity to apply now, but you'll also have all the information you ever wanted to know. Uh, things about the requirements, uh, what are the benefits, what are the shift schedules, and, and so on. Uh, everything you need to know, even the pay. We won't go into that. It's not important. It upsets people. Uh, there are opportunities to become a parking enforcement officer, communication operator, and uh, let's let's roll the dice and see. Are there any current? No, no civilian roles. So anyone who applied, when the, cause we've been talking about this for for a long time, anyone who applied uh, is is currently in the process. But if there is no job currently available and you want to get one because this is a great place to work, uh, then keep checking back. TPS.ca forward slash careers. And uh, if you're not interested in wearing a uniform, like you don't want to be a police officer per se, then that civilian opportunity could be for you, just unfortunately. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, there's none currently there, so you have to keep checking back. Uh, Dr. Nick says that I, I missed some questions from Michael L., me, and Chase from earlier. Okay. Nick, uh, Dr. Nick is, is good at uh, keeping me honest about questions that were asked if I missed them. So let's have a look. This is where we're back to having all these questions come in and things uh, scrolling by. Because um, as new questions come up, it, it just it just drags things down. Um, what is this? French license plates? Chase says that uh, Service Ontario will issue French Ontario license plates if they are all F series and the slogan says really I won't I won't actually try and say that because I'll, I'll my pronunciation will be terrible uh, let's see here looking for the questions oh here is the uh, here's the question from Chase the, obviously the other one was a statement what if a traffic offense was committed maybe a stop sign if someone using a Tesla um, using the summon feature in their app. Summon, so they're not supposed to be on the road with summon feature. These, these vehicles cannot be operated on the road. Summon feature on private property. Um, I, I would actually argue that I could charge someone with stunt because you can't drive without being in the driver's seat. If you're using a remote control to operate your vehicle while you're not seated in the driver's seat, you are breaking the law. I think, I think stunt would apply. Yeah, not legal for road use. Stop sign on a private property, no offense. Uh, Kayla Jaconis, although we're not live on the air right now, says, get well soon, Jerry. Black Panther. Oh. If I have dash cam video of a bad driver and vehicle jumping a red light, any department I send them? So you can make online reports, and you can upload that to a Dropbox or a YouTube file and send us a link, and we can look at it. If sufficient information is in that video to lay a charge, we will certainly lay a charge. If there is insufficient uh, information to lay a charge, but we can still contact uh, a dr the driver or the registered owner, I should say, uh, we'll send them a letter. So there's certainly a reason to do that. You go to tps.ca, and there's there's if it's if it occurred in the city of Toronto, uh, then you can make a report. Oh, but just I was just okay. Scrolling back, scrolling back. Just to let you know, we're going, uh, we're we're going, continuing, uh, right until eleven o'clock, and then I then we have a meeting. 
Uh, I might be able to squeeze a few extra bits. Okay. Oh, interesting question. How do cops fill uh, police cars with gas? The answer is we have we have gas pumps at our police stations. Not all police stations have them, but most major ones do. We have gas pumps downstairs. They're controlled by our access cards, and we fill up uh, with uh, with our own gas. Uh, ambulance comes here to fill up too. Okay, I think I'm come back here. <laughs> all right. Um, that's a good question there. I'm flagging things. Talked about this one already. I'm looking for... Oh, new ones just came in again. All right, hang on a second. Can you pass stop traffic? Oh, okay, there's one. Uh, Amanda Campbell has a question. But legal age for children to... That's the wrong thing. Hang on. All right, where is this? Amanda Campbell's question. It's out of sequence, but I'm 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 trying to flag everything. Uh, what do we have here? So Amanda wants to know. I have a question. What is the legal age a child is allowed to seat in the front seat with an airbag? We say back seat until 14 for safety. It's not a law. Uh, you can certainly uh, have them there in the front. You could be in a two door vehicle, and that may be the only seat available, and you need to take them where they need to go. They need to be in a, the appropriate child seat for the size and weight and whatnot. So they might require a, a booster. They might require a proper car seat. Uh, you want to put the seat back as far as possible to keep them as far away from the airbags as possible because airbags have this funny little way of injuring, severely injuring uh, young children. They, they're deployed at like 200 miles per hour. They, they, this is not a, uh, a, a toy. Um, and small persons can be seriously injured. You don't want that. So backseat till 14 if you have the opportunity, regardless of what the law says. Because the law doesn't say anything. They, they can be in the front seat. We just don't want you to do that. <laughs> Here, here's a, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure that this is a serious question or not. But let's, uh, let's address it. What's the fastest you can go on the 401 without getting a speeding ticket? The speed limit because anything over the posted speed limit is not legal. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, you can't speed. Speeding, illegal. Oh, very cool. I got a chat questions. We have a, for anyone who is, uh, is, is interested, uh, we have a Telegram group. There's a whopping five members in it. Uh, but if, you, uh, if you're interested, you can go to telegram.trafficop.ca and you can join. So there's a there's one of the uh, the the, uh, the signs that I was looking for that Chase sent me in the Telegram group. So tells you that there's a three hour maximum parking uh, and uh, a fifty kilometer an hour unless signed otherwise. Where is that one? I'm glad you found it though. I, I knew I knew they existed. Uh, is driving under suspension a criminal offense? No, but it is a highway traffic act offense. It is not something you want to get. Okay. Who has the right of way in an uncontrolled? Okay, we'll flag that. We'll come back to it. There's, I'm still trying to find the old Dr. Nick question that I skipped earlier. And I've had no luck because every time I get close to it, somebody asks another question that zooms down. Okay. Trying, trying. I don't see it. Is it really, 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 really far back? It's hard to read things while scrolling. 
<laughs> scrolling for the thing that looks like it. All right. I found it. Oh, here's another good one. And another one. Okay, I'm flagging all these. Can I overtake a transit bus at a transit stop on a single lane, two-way undivided highway? Um, there is a... So I'm trying to think here. Basically, a bus has stopped. Can you pass them and uh, can you cross the line to pass them? If it's safe to do so, a bus doesn't prevent you from passing it because it's a bus. Um, but you are responsible for everything that happens. You got you got to be safe, and you got to be <laughs> that means you got to complete it in safety. Uh, what do we got here? Can a person on a bike be charged for impaired driving? In a bike, he's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, if the bicycle was not powered by gas or electricity, then no. Impaired driving doesn't apply to bicycles, pedal bicycles. If you are on an e-bike, or as you asked, a scooter, it is illegal. And you can be charged for driving under the influence if you are operating anything other that is that is powered by anything other than muscular power. Yeah. How do I report trucks that are moving drugs? Well, then uh, you would likely want to call the... Uh, uh, What's it called? I said it earlier. You know what it is. <laughs> Mental block. Two, two, two tips. Uh, you want to? It's Crime Stoppers. That's what you want to call. Uh, you can you can maintain your anonymity and report those. You can also just go make a report, but uh, uh, it's one of those things. Can you stunt drive on a native reserve because some rules don't apply? I don't police any reserves. I don't know if the laws are different on the reserve. I don't imagine they would be, uh, but I don't know that. I, I wish I could give you a better answer. Uh, Andrew Marshall says, St. Thomas cops are bad for doing radar. Why? Doing radar is awesome. Are they bad at it or are they really good at it? And that's bad for you as the driver who wants to speed. Uh, I'd, I'd love to know. Uh, oh, okay. How many demerit points can you get on a G2 when do demerit points disappear off your record? So uh, the deal is that uh, on a G2, before you get a suspension, I just did this on a video. Do you think I can remember it? No, I totally can't remember it. Uh, I'll have to look it up later. Or just go watch the video because I, I, I did actually put it on a video on TikTok. So if you have access to TikTok, go to Traffic Services and watch the video that I posted a couple days ago. It's an older video. Uh, and it has all the details broken down. And uh, some of these things that I know, I know only when I'm reading them. Uh, they don't stick. That's one of those things, the, the, the breakdown of everything. Um, at the end of the day, you don't want to have any demerit points. And they stay on your record for two years from the date of offense. They're only applied after being convicted. That means that either you went to court or you paid the fine. Okay, how many demerit points? Uh G2, novice. Let me see if I can pull the right page. Here we go. Understanding demerit points. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, what do you say when you're doing broadcast? Never say, um. Penalties. For new drivers. So, uh, two to five points, sent a warning letter. Six to eight points, second warning letter. Nine or more uh, points, you get a 60-day Suspension, and and things can escalate. Uh, so there you go. I looked it up more efficiently than I thought I would be able to. I'm going to put that link uh, on my link tree and actually put it on my link tree today. 
what is this? Is there a preferred age to get hired as a police officer? It used to say 32 years old was the sweet spot. That was where most people were being hired. Uh, at the end of the day, well, at least at the day as today, that number is coming down. We're seeing younger and younger officers being hired because we need more and more officers, and we've run out of 32-year-olds apparently. Uh, it's just a good time to be hired where where age was uh, was a bit of a, a barrier. We thought people were too young. We're, we're taking younger people, which is either good or bad depending on how you look at it. I, I think it's good. They run faster than I do. Uh, is accelerating fast to the speed limit illegal? Depends. Uh, it depends on what we're what, what's being uh, seen. Is it, does it look dangerous? Do people jump? Are they jumping out of the way? Uh, there, there's so much more. There's no easy way to answer it. But it's not illegal unless it's deemed to be unsafe and illegal. All right, I got like 23 questions that are the, sitting there in in queue. Um, except I answered that one. We answered that one. Can I pass on a two? What is this? Can you pass on two yellow lines? If you're just going to be on the yellow lines, it's very narrow. Uh, but the deal is that the, the lines are there in Ontario as a, as a suggestion. Uh, if you choose to ignore them, there's no ticket for crossing that line unless there's a sign saying you cannot cross that line, and then you're disobeying the sign, not the line. Anyway, uh, you are responsible for everything that happens should you pass on that double line with no sign. Yeah, the goal is to keep you safe, and li- double yellow line means that in both directions, there's no clear view or it's unwise. Don't do it. Um, but if you do it, it's on you. Are underglow lights in car allowed in Ontario? Online says green is allowed. Online where says green is allowed? So first of all, I think that the 1980s and 90s were a wonderful time, but leave the underglow there. Secondly, uh, underglow, if installed properly, may not interfere with any other laws. For instance, if you were to install it, that I could see the light bulbs from the side or front or back. Then you're going to get tickets for for producing light uh, that that shines forward of your vehicle because you can't project light other than white or yellow to the front. And if you're projecting green, you're violating the law. Uh, if you are projecting green light to the rear or any color other than red or amber, well, that's illegal and you're going to get a ticket for that. So the underglow is not specifically illegal, but using it could result in tickets. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, let's see here. So when Aaron is away, there's no parking enforcement. I'm <laughs> uh, Kayla says I'm. Sh- what is it? I'm sure could use a street shout out or call a friend. Uh, or does that only work on cash cap? Uh, and you are making me laugh. I appreciate it. Uh, I, 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 a lot of the questions that are asked, or I shouldn't say a lot of them, but many of them, uh, which may be the same as a lot. Anyway, are, are are simply there so I can read them and enjoy. I appreciate that. We have some friends who uh, regularly ask things that are that are meant to be ridiculous. That 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 wasn't necessarily ridiculous, but anyway. Uh, Question from Thin White Line Interceptor, aka Ryan. Uh, what happened to the live community safety day technology? Did not cooperate. I did go live. I was live for like an just over an hour, uh, but it was only on TikTok because technology was not cooperating. I, I was trying to do it on multi, and then it, it became obvious that I should only be doing it on uh, uh, on TikTok. Uh, okay, question also from Ryan: What are your thoughts on stiffer penalties for distracted driving for truck drivers? 
continuing the question along. Um, it's it's a much bigger vehicle, and the collisions are much more severe. I don't think there should be any differentiation. I mean, well, I think everyone should be getting severe charges uh, and and tickets for the use of distracted driving devices or uh, handheld communication devices when behind the wheel of a motor vehicle. It, could we double them for for commercial motor vehicles drivers? Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Listen, at the end of the day, I want to motivate, motivate people to drive safely. And if they don't get the hint from the information, uh, then obviously we need to escalate the consequences because how else do we teach people? They don't change. If, they, if there's no consequence, they don't necessarily change their behavior. It would be so easy if they just, like, we wouldn't have to write tickets if people didn't break the law. Wouldn't that be weird? People actually doing the right thing, regardless of who's watching. <sighs> Well, some say that they keep me employed. They keep all of us employed. By breaking the law, they're helping us out because what would we do? And the truth is we'd find other things. We would. I think we really would enjoy a world where we don't have to write tickets because no one's breaking the law. Okay. Why are there two traffic lights at the intersection of university? Or university and what? I think you're talking about Queen. Queen? College? Where? Is it everywhere? Uh, it's just the design of the the uh, the intersection. I think is what we're. I don't know what we're talking about. I know that there's a. It's a. It's a uniquely designed road, very wide. You don't stop in the middle if you're making a turn. By the way, confuses lots of people. You're not alone. Okay. Can you? Oh, okay. Can you pass stop traffic using on ramp lane? Happens all the time uh, on the link. The deal is that if you are crossing over the bullnose, if you're if you're driving off the roadway, expect to get a ticket. And it and it's a really like selfish, disgusting thing that people do when they jump off and jump on to get what ten car lengths ahead and ruin everyone's day. Uh, I think everyone uh, wishes you would stop, or whoever is doing it. And we revel, we we, we celebrate when you get tickets, uh, but it is against the law. Now, if you do it safely and you were to, I, there's no law that says you can't go if you're staying within the lane. Like if you never cross over and go off the road, but if you cross at all off the road, so many people do, they're, they're well into the bull nose when they're, they're, they're changing lanes back. They're driving off roadway and they should uh, get ticketed for that. Okay. I didn't even realize it was Amanda Campbell who asked that question earlier about the uh, child seat. Okay, Andrew Marshall has a question about MagnaFlow mufflers. Uh, aftermarket muffler, MagnaFlow Street Series, are illegal, but my friend's previous old Sunfire with broken flex pipe and basically a header dump was legal. Why and how? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, I, what you're saying. A flex pipe and header dump? Uh, I don't know if that was legal. But if you have a vehicle that doesn't meet the requirements, it, it's not legal. So uh, I can't speak to your Sunfire. When, what year is that Sunfire? So many vehicles, uh, you know, go without being detected because even when they're broken, they're not, they're not making enough noise to, uh, to garner attention. Let's see here. Oh, Mike B says, City of Toronto Speed Notice is just south of Steeles on Bayview after the TTC bus stop. Awesome. So I, that's the picture that uh, I, I believe that... Uh, Chase sent me, but Mike B confirms that it's there. Just wasn't I wasn't in the right place on the map. Uh, what is this? (laughs) 
Big Jeff Fresh says, definitely seems like X's X is about to be an XX. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are the requirements to become... What? What are the requirements to become a criminal defense lawyer attorney in Toronto? It's my dream job. Uh, that's a really good question of which I have no idea because I'm not a criminal defense lawyer. I assume you must be a, a, a lawyer to begin with and then focus on criminal law and then decide to work for the bad folks instead of the good folks. Right, maybe there's good folks who are, you know, stuck in a situation that wasn't their fault and they need defense. Everyone's entitled to a defense. Maybe they're not bad. Maybe they just make bad choices. Question is, are there weedalizers? There are. Uh, it's not called a weedalizer, but it's a good name and we should get the trademarked and, uh, and, and see how they think about that. But uh, ultimately, there are devices that can determine uh, if there's THC. And it deals with a buccal swab, a, basically a Q-tip that goes into the mouth and, and takes samples from the mouth. I, I'm not qualified to use them. I don't know. I'm not a breath tech or a drug recognition expert, but we do have those devices. Uh, I don't know if I answered this earlier or discussed it, but it's, uh, the question is, driving under suspension is a criminal offense? No, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a Highway Traffic Act offense. Um, what do we have here? Talked about this. Talked about this. Michael says, how do people get their stunt dropped so often? I don't know. I, I don't have an answer for you. I'm, I'm not in court watching it. I don't know uh, what the deal is, but, uh, you know, Chase mentions 11B charter applications. Uh, what the courts are doing right now uh, is not a good example of, of what things normally do. There's a large backlog due to COVID, uh, and they may be wheeling and dealing. And very often people plead guilty to lesser offenses, uh, and, and that way they, they don't get the consequences of stunt. Um, there's all sorts of games that people play in court, and they hire defense. They spend lots of money doing that. Uh, at the end of the day, that's outside of the police's control. What we do is we we lay the paper, we uh, document the events, and what happens in court is up to court. Um, talked about this already. Zombie says, I remember being like six years old, sitting in my parents' lap as she drove on private back routes, uh, back roads, sorry. Uh, yeah, I remember so many things, uh, you know, when I was growing up. Uh, the world has changed. We know more than we did then. Maybe we knew stuff then and didn't care. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it's very clear that uh, that that is not the way to go. All right. Let me go back into the big pool of stuff. <laughs> um, we got here I keep thinking I see Charlie Brown behind you when I'm not looking directly at the screen it's a sign of your kid's artwork oh I, I see the potential Charlie Brownish reference yes and the follow up from Andrew is that the factory exhaust was rotted and a flex pipe was stupid loud so if it was if it was loud it wouldn't be legal uh, the, the Sunfire uh, just means that nobody caught them or knew what they were doing or cared. And that's unfortunate because that, that would drive me bananas. I, I wouldn't let that car go. How would an what is this? How would an expired temp tag be dealt with? Well, funny you should say that because temp tags are, are 10 days. That's it. That's all you have. Um, the vehicle has to be safe. So what, it, would, it would start the investigation uh, and then end with probably your vehicle being towed because it wouldn't be safe for the road. 
Uh, you'd, you'd have to have a lot of supporting paperwork. But uh, yeah, you would you would be inviting a long side of the road conversation because we'd be looking at everything. Is Amanda Campbell known by the good sergeant? Uh, there is no relation. However, Amanda Campbell. Uh, no, am I, am I? I'm switching the names. No, 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 no. That's not who I thought it was. I thought no, no. I'm 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 thinking that Amanda Campbell was a different Amanda. Hang on a second here. I was thinking it was Amanda McDonald. I was confused. Sorry, Amanda. Uh, I don't know if Amanda Campbell is known by the good sergeant. Maybe maybe this isn't Amanda Campbell who is known by um, the good sergeant, who is not uh, who is not joining us today. I was very disappointed. Can I drive my dad's car, even though my name isn't on the insurance? I have my G two. Talked about this earlier in the show. Maybe you weren't around, but it depends if you live with them uh, for insurance purposes. But legally. If you're a G2 driver and that car is insured for the road, then technically you could drive it, at least from a police perspective. If you get into a crash, the insurance company may be unhappy. You should be, if you live with the person, listed on the policy. Do I need to have a police foundations course to qualify to be a police officer? No, you don't. Education is good. A different education is good. It doesn't have to be police foundations. That's sort of just what people have sort of gotten into doing. Uh, my wife says, good morning. Good morning to you and to the people, offspring, who are in the room. <laughs> my my offspring. Hello, family. Uh, just wanted to know if my child is legal to ride e-bike with me. He's going to school as a joke. Um, you want the joke that you're asking me? or you're, I'm not sure if I... Uh, but uh, no. How old? Well, it depends. How old is your child? Okay. Does a hit and run affect the owner of the business or only the driver? Well, hit and hit and run is one of those things where we have to determine who is in the vehicle. And, and uh, you know, if a vehicle comes back damaged, could the could a uh, uh, could it impact the business for not reporting the dam? Like, there's more to it than than, than simply that. So I, I, I guess it depends. Okay. I've got two tickets for them. You tell me. Are you talking about your? I'm not. I've lost track of the Andrew question. There was the the Sunfire or the original or or the other vehicle that you got two tickets for. Okay. Uh, scrolling back. Um, cool. How often are members of the police retrain? Oh, okay. This is a radic question. Uh, good morning. Uh, how often are members of the police retrained on firearms use? And over the years in your experience, have procedures changed? Procedures always change. Uh, things are always updated and, and develop as the world changes. So that's we we're, we're trained constantly and forever. We're doing online courses, in-person courses, uh, all sorts of training. Uh, you know, through because things change, laws change, uh, ways of dealing things uh, are updated uh, forever. This is a job of constant learning. In terms of firearms use. Uh, we requalify and take what's called use of force training annually. We have to recertify annually as a requirement of, of being able to 
to use our firearms to uh, uh, and, and and other uh, use of force options. So yeah, it's annual. Okay, it is ten fifty nine, and um, I think we've I think I've got through almost everything. I may have missed one or two. Oh, there's a couple of new ones that came in. Technically under the wire. Let's deal with those. Oh, junior kindergarten, not joke. <laughs> All right, my uh, he's JK. Got it. Uh, this was the e-bike question. Can I take my my child on an e-bike? To so this this is a question that I have. So it says that you have to be 16 years old to to drive one. So could you have a passenger who's under 16? Well, if, first off, the bicycle has to be designed to carry more than one person. Otherwise, it's not legal. Um, could you take a child on an e-bike? My original reading of it would suggest no. And I've seen lots of people on e-bikes with additional passengers and child seats. And I, and I, don't, I don't think that's a good, a good go. Uh, but it, there's a level of interpretation uh, there. Is it our focus to go and pull over everyone who's got a, a child being transported on a bicycle? If it's a Pedelec, I think you'd probably be okay. If it was anything else, I'd say there's a possibility that it's not okay. Uh, I've got to I've got to do a deeper dive into that. But thank you for big to big Jeff Fresh who clarified that it was not a joke you were asking. It was a junior kindergarten student. Yeah. Uh, are eighty percent shaded colored front windshield tints allowed? No, no, zero. You cannot have any tint on your front windshield in Ontario. Uh, back to the person about the e-bike with the, uh, the junior kindergarten. Can you do me a favor? Can you go to trafficcop.ca and use the submission form where it says send me a message and send me a message so I can get back to you? I really want to look into it and clarify because I don't want to tell you don't take your child on your e-bike if it's legal. Although there are obviously security, con- not security, but safety concerns uh, with children, obviously, and helmets and requirements. But I, I don't want you to get in trouble, so I want to do some research and I want to get back to you. So please send me a form submission there so I can reach you. Uh, <laughs> it's dad joke time. Okay. Um, cool. What happens if traffic lights don't work? Oh, this is a question I keep meaning to make a video of. Maybe we'll talk about it uh, afterwards and make a video and post it on TikTok and all the other platforms. What happens when the traffic lights don't work? It depends on what you're asking me. If you're saying that they're uh, not functioning at all, like they're solid or flashing or completely out, then it becomes a four-way stop. If they are, uh, if they're out, it's a four-way stop. If they're flashing red, it's a four-way stop. If it's flashing amber in one direction, that's a, a yield. If it's flashing red in the other, it's a stop. Uh, it depends on what you're seeing. But if it's completely out, four-way stop or stop for all directions that it's that are involved. Uh, what is this? Wouldn't a judge? I know it's after, but it's a doctor neck thing, so we'll take it. Uh, wouldn't a judge get mad at an officer for wasting the court's time if they charge someone for 10 over on a highway? Why? They're breaking the law. I don't think they'd be getting mad. They can do whatever they want with it, but it's a legitimate charge. Don't speed is the appropriate answer, and you won't get charged. Now, is 10 over something that we are you know, spending our time focusing on? No, but maybe, maybe it should be. Because we're letting people go at 10 kilometers right now. It seems like there's a threshold uh, that's higher than 10 kilometers an hour. I don't agree with that. I'd love to see automated enforcement take care of that problem. Uh, and I keep saying we're stopping, but uh, are special constables higher than police officers? 
Are, are they more special than we are? No, special constables are are actually not a higher rank. It is a reduced amount of responsibilities and privileges under the uh, uh, authorities. Reduced, not privileges, but authorities. So I was a special constable when I was a court officer, and I, that made me a civilian, although I was a uniformed civilian, I was a civilian who had expanded authorities under the uh, criminal code while I was um, working. Well, when I was off duty, I was a civilian. Afterwards, I was a, or, or now that I'm a police officer, I'm a police officer 24-7. I don't get the ability to turn it off and walk away, which is good because I have no off switch. Okay. That is it. Now, dad jokes. Now, I had a dad joke. I'm pretty sure I had a dad joke flagged from Zombie. Where is it? Yes, I do have it flagged. Pinned message. Here we go. Dad joke. ID theft. ID theft is no joke. My friend David had his stolen. Now we just call him Dav. I like that. I need to be faster on the... Uh, on the button pressing. Okay, I'll tear off the two jokes and make it ready. Uh, Dad, how did the doctor's appointment go today? Well, the nurse asked me if I've experienced loss of taste recently, but I said I've dressed like this for a while. I like it. I'll give it the symbol. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. Uh, would anyone be interested in going to a concert with me asking for a friend? I don't get it. I kind of get it. It stunk. That was a terrible joke. Okay, um, it's time for me to go. I have a meeting very shortly, and I have stuff and things to do. So I will be back tomorrow, 10 o'clock, and I will, I will do this all over again for an hour. And then we'll, it's Friday, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be filming, uh, recording, filming. What are we doing here? We're doing a podcast. So I have a guest coming into studio very shortly, and we are going to talk about something really cool, Drive Festival. If you haven't uh, heard of it, go check it out. Uh, do I have it on screen? No, I don't. But Drive Festival is coming to, uh, or it's coming back again, and it's really cool. And we're going to talk about uh, the whole kit and caboodle uh, on this podcast, which is available at tpstrafficjam.trafficcop.ca. That'll link over. Anyway, uh, tomorrow is tomorrow, and today is done, so see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Drive safe. Drive sober. Park legally. Yeah. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians. Look out for bikes. And don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone. Nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop at stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seat belt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. And, and that's and that's the song. <laughs>
I, I got a couple of comments to, uh, uh, to, well, first of all, Zombie explains the bad joke. <laughs> and I appreciate that. I just didn't like the joke. Um, what is this? There's a bunch of questions that came up. Do I address them? Are they good for right now? Um, apparently, Kayla's Brampton had no internet yesterday. Oh, because a vehicle hit a pole and cut the fiber? That's bad. Um, being without internet is really a problem. Uh, question, can you please tell me if my friend has a road test, can he use my car for that? As long as it's a lawful, safe, insured vehicle, then you can loan it to somebody for that purpose. As a disabled man, can I install a seat on an electric scooter for long rides? Electric scooter? Like a stand-up scooter? No. Disabled, whether regardless if you have physical disabilities, uh, you can use a mobility scooter, which is something designed with a seat. But if you take a, a two-wheel kick scooter, you put a seat on it, it instantly becomes a motorcycle and needs license ownership and insurance. It's not legal for the road. Uh, but I will also tell you this. Um, they're not legal anywhere in the city of Toronto. And if that goes faster than four, uh, 24 kilometers an hour, it's a motorcycle on its own. It, just don't don't play with e-kick scooters. Uh, mobility scooters, there's so many good options, uh, so many good options. And and I have some experience in that because I've used mobility scooters. Uh, I know people with new fancy uh, mobility scooters, lots of great options, but don't, don't go with uh, uh, putting a seat on it because you're looking for trouble. Even, yeah, <laughs> Chase, Chase accurately says, Seat on a scooter, Sean's favorite question. Uh, okay. Actually, so I've got a great video. i got to do some editing right now. I'm going to go do some video editing uh, with, uh, in, in terms of jumping the light. Someone asked about jumping the light. Got some good stuff there. Okay. Is the guest Kerry Schmidt? No. Kerry Schmidt's at the, at the drive event all the time, but he's not the guest. And, and, but I see that uh, you're waiting for the collab. Uh, Mike wants to know, what is this? Oh, no, Mike, you obviously jumped in late. Uh, I comment on all sorts of things. So what do you think about class action lawsuit proposed over Toronto's police practices of carding? Uh, and then I think people can do whatever they want. If they want to, people can sue you for anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it's going to get a conviction or I should say a finding uh, in their favor. But uh, I'm sure there will be one if there isn't already. Is there one actually in the works? I don't know. If you know something I don't, uh, I'm sure it'll be interesting to watch in the news. Uh, Randy says, joined in late, but as, but as always, a Cracker Jack show, Sean. Thank you very much, Randy. I appreciate it. Uh, Zion or Zion Vegas says, can special constables pull you over? Uh, I don't believe that they can unless they're being directed by a police officer to do so. I don't think they have the authority to. Uh, but that's not what they're there for. They don't do traffic stops. In an emergency situation, could they do things? I don't know. I, I've had this conversation before, and I've, I've been I've been told different things, and I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Oh, uh, Chase says it's proposed, nothing official. Um, yeah, that's a very so. If this is talking about the carding uh, situation. Carding carding's controversial, no doubt. Uh, not something that's really, uh, you know, it was something that was done, and investigations can still happen. It's just a matter of. Uh, the documentation of things. Uh, <laughs> after, after, yeah, sorry, it's after Ask a Traffic Cop, uh, the after show. 
what is this? Can I say something? I worked for police and I confirm that lawsuit. That's fine. Lawsuits, like I said, so you, you, can, you can sue someone for just about anything. You know, look what goes on in the States. Um, but it doesn't mean that, that it'll be successful. So we'll, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to watch. I, I, w- I was not aware of anything, so it'll be interesting to watch. All right, that's the after the after. We're done. And I, uh, I will be, let me just see what this email says. Okay, 205 to 228. I will be on the Kelly Cotrera show on AM640 um, at 205 to 228. So if you're, if you're able to listen to the radio, or I'll, I'll, throw it, I'll throw it back on screen here so you'll be able to watch on the live stream. I'll post it everywhere. And we'll go live at 205. So see me at 2 o'clock because that's where I'll be here on screen doing what I do. See you again. Later.